Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Agua. Being on this journey in a way has helped me feel like I've honored her in some kind of way because I feel like another reason why music was so big for me was because that's something me and my sister we shared like that love for music like concerts and like everything so for me in a way this is kind of like honoring her but also bringing people that um awareness or that outlet to come and be like okay it's okay to heal like it's okay to feel messed up or, or feel however we feel but it's a place where everyone can come together and be like in a space be able to accept that that part of them that they're not okay and they're seeking help in whatever way so I think it's for me thank you you too though hello like we're on a podcast right now hey we're on a podcast <laughs> talking right? about this so I think we're on a it's podcast right now? yeah <laughs> everybody wants to know what's that sound hey what's that sound that's the sound of Welcome to the premiere experience of The Sound of Healing. I'm Ashley, and together we're gonna surf the vibrational waves of all our emotions and figure out how to tune when we're just out of whack, you know? Sometimes that happens, and that's okay. On The Sound of Healing, I'm also going to explore um, music as a therapy and using music to heal, to actually heal. Um, and, you know, when you go to do a project, you don't show up with one tool. So we don't have to stick to the conventional, just sitting down and talking with somebody. We'll save that for the podcasts. <laughs> you can go to different forms of therapy um, to heal. And music is one of those. Um, how I got here, music has always been in my life. Music is everything to me. Um, and when I felt really conscious of the fact that music was healing me was after experiencing a very heavy loss in my life and my family's life. And it became ever-present sound. Everything was overwhelming, um, especially music. I, f I spent probably like a week, maybe a week and a half after that loss, um, not speaking, not listening to music, uh, not really going out, definitely not listening to other people. Um, the sound of a bird would make me cry. It was just, it was a lot to explore. And 
one day I felt like, okay, I think I'm ready for some music. I think I'm ready to take a deep breath and listen to a song that's going to calm me down. I didn't really have one in mind. I just knew that I just wanted to listen to a song. I was ready. Um, and I opened up Spotify randomly. Just, I listen to classical music. I, <laughs> one of the few nowadays that still listens to classical music. Um, and I chose Chopin, pretty simple, and just a random song. And it was, it was really overwhelming. And I had to turn it off. And I was like, too much, too much. Um, let me go for a drive or something. And in the car, I had on the classical station still set so that when I turned on the car and went for the drive, I hear the DJ say, and next we have Chopin. And it was the exact same song that I had just tried to listen to in my house. Um, and that felt really shocking and just a little too coincidental for me. Um, and I had to pull over and I listened to the song and it felt like a message. And in that moment, I understood like, music is really powerful and can really change and shape the way you feel. Um, and I cried, I had to pull over and I sobbed and I cried. And that is how I got into music therapy. Um, and I'm grateful, I'm grateful for music every single day. I'm grateful for the chance to not only experience music and and heal through music, I'm also really grateful for the fact that I can play music. And so in my worst days, in my worst times, I'll just sit at the piano and I'll play myself a little ditty and I feel so much better, so, so much better. Um, and so that's how I got here and Today, I have my guest, Ilani, who um, is also on a sound healing journey. And, you know, she is a sound healer here in town. She has sessions and she does an incredible job. As you can see here, she has her sound bowl on the desk. That's what that is. Um, so, Ilani, tell us about your sound healing journey and what it means to you. Okay. Well, first, hi. <laughs> I'm very honored to be here. Thank oh. you for having me. Thanks for being here. Of course. Um, so basically, my sound healing journey um, started when, you know, we lost somebody. Um, and I honestly, I wasn't really looking to heal or anything like that. I, I would do therapy, things like that. But um, it was a really deep loss. And so I felt always as if I couldn't really progress in life. 
Um, yeah, it impacted our family quite a bit. Yeah, it, it really did. Yeah. And so uh, at one point, um, my mom actually, she's like, let's go to this retreat, this spiritual retreat. And, um, you know, music for me has always been my outlet, my go-to, my... Yeah, same. You know, like, I'm sad, I'm going to sit in the car and just blast the music and feel my feelings. And for me, uh, I I looked, I, I expressed myself a lot through music or listening to specific artists. Um, I would get, like, really attached to artists and stuff, you know, <laughs> like, specific albums, and I'll be like this one like is explaining my life and then I would listen to that one and then you know it was kind of a way to express myself so fast forward this retreat um I go on this retreat it's like this whole you know spiritual retreat at the time I was like really resistant to a lot of things in life so I wasn't very per se open to a lot of things um so it's hard to look at yourself yeah you know yeah yeah. (laughs) so um go on this retreat uh one of the days of the retreat I'm laying there we're doing this activity and then they say okay we have a sound healer and she's gonna play the these bowls and I'm like that's so weird like I didn't even know you could do that right so they bring out like these beautiful instruments and I'm just like whoa those are so pretty um and they call those sound baths, right? Sound baths. Yeah, yeah, that's that's technically the term for what it is. So it's when you have multiple sound bowls or they're made out of crystals or so quartz bowls. Um, it just depends. But that's technically the term. Yeah, sound baths. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was my first sound bath ever. And I sat there and the whole time I could feel certain things in my body while my eyes were closed. And I was just having this experience that I've never had before. Um, and I could feel my body vibrating in certain ways and I could feel emotions like coming up that were, I don't know, maybe stuck or, you know, things like that. So it was like very interesting to me after that. I kind of took interest in that and I was like, I want to know more about it. I want to know more about it. So I started learning about it, um, and how the sound bowls are connected to our chakras, to basically healing. Um, we can use them as an outlet to heal. Right. Um, because sound has so many vibrations, frequencies. It's like one of the fastest ways to transmute energy. So I started learning about it. And then uh, one day I like went to the store um, and I saw like, like this set of sound bowls. And they were so beautiful. And I was like, they're mine. And um, yeah, that's what happened. Um, I started and my. You found st- yourself a teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I did. I well, I had a teacher per se, a mentor, somebody who you know taught me a little bit about them, but not really. Um, to me, I felt like for me and the sound bowls and my sound healing journey has been more of a guided thing in my eyes. Um, I was guided to them. I. I didn't look for it. I just was so interested in it. Um, But later on down the line, I did find a teacher. Mm. And I would play these sound bowls just for myself, for my own healing. I brought them home with me. I was like, you know, it was incorporated in my routine. And my everyday, I would play one bowl. It would make me feel one type of way because it's related to one chakra. Right. And one emotion or many emotions within that chakra. 
Um, and so, yeah, I found a teacher and she told me, like, this is your thing. You need to do this and you can help other people. And that was really my main focus, you know, looking back on all of that leading up to now where I am. I've always really just wanted to help in in healing people or like helping people feel better about themselves um, and also educating people and letting them realize that there are other outlets yeah. and ways of healing and sound being such a big one. Um, and most people don't even really know that. So yeah. they don't really see the healing in it. So, And connection first and foremost is super important. Right. And then, you know, would you agree that like sound in by definition because it's vibrations um that it's more than heard that it's like you can feel sound yeah definitely. you know yeah, yeah i think even when you when you go to a concert let's say like that's such a general example of yeah live music live music it's just like how does live yeah. watching your favorite artist make you feel or just going to a concert and feeling all the vibrations everybody singing together everybody you could feel that in your body it's right. energetic it's it's energy so yeah definitely. it's almost out of body sometimes yeah 100 percent. right you all become like this one spirit listening to the same person whoever. yeah right. whoever and playing. everybody's just having a good time and laughing and smiling and you you don't feel bad when you're in that space you feel good you feel different you're transmuting that energy so right it's always kind of a higher vibration i would say sound so would you say that our bodies are like instruments that can literally like any instrument be tuned in and out yeah of certain frequencies that's such a good like analogy <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Tony. laughs> thank you so much yeah. <laughs> I Thank love you. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, you know, at least correlating to the sound bowl since, you know, that's like my main instrument that I work with. Um each sound bowl is related to a different chakra. So let's say for example, um this sound bowl is the heart chakra. So it oh, cool. has yeah, so it's in note F, that's the note that it will play. And then Okay. this um, bowl is all about and chakra is all about healing compassion love how you're intentional you're doing things out of love out of your heart um so it's like if your heart chakra is out of whack right and so how would you know that okay i'm heartbroken i'm not doing things out of love um you know acting in a negative way you'll know okay i'm out of tune so maybe a session with the sound bowl and we where we're focusing on the heart chakra will focus a little bit more on the heart. Okay. And putting, so that's what you ask people before they have a session. You kind of like help them pinpoint things that they want to focus on so that you bring those specific bowls to the session. Well, really I'm I feel more like I just kind of have I I go with my gut. I try to go with my gut. Or what I feel because I can, I can, you know, beforehand, I try to feel the energy of like the person that I'm working with. So I'll maybe ask them if I'm feeling like they're leaning more towards something. Maybe I'll ask for confirmation. But um, for the most part, I think people, they kind of share it already. Okay. Um, and so let's kind of like, step a couple 
notches back and and uh, talk about chakras and what they are and like um, just sort of like basic, you know, you're talking to someone that's never heard of what a chakra is before in their <laughs> life. Um, and, and, and then we can kind of like explore more from there. Yeah. Okay. But explain chakra. Okay. So chakras, it's like, um, mind, body, and soul, right? We're, we are one, we're a unit. Um, so the shock, just as we have a physical, we also have a, a spiritual and an inside. Okay. If you don't want to say spiritual, we also have the energy channels within us. Right. We are all energy. So uh, chakras are basically the seven main energy channels within our body. So our inner alignment, how aligned we are with those things all depend on, you know, how we're acting um, on a daily basis. So maybe it, it might be something a lot of people physically overlook because it's more of an internal thing. And those seven points are so. Like, it, I know you've got we, your sacral. So and... we'll start at the top. So we'll go crown chakra, and then we'll go third eye chakra, uh-huh. third eye, yeah, <laughs> third eye chakra, um, and then we'll go uh, throat chakra. So this is three. Then you have your heart chakra or your solar plexus chakra, which is right here um, uh, by your stomach. Five, your sacral chakra which is like right above your bladder or around your bladder, that's six. And then your root chakra. So right at the root and the base of your spine, that's going to be the seventh. So it mm-hmm. kind of goes from, you know, it has, each has its own place in the body. Um, so the crown chakra is basically, you know, who you are, the way you carry yourself as a person. Um, your, uh, how do you say this? Um, like, who you are as a person, how you present yourself to the world, you know, how you're wearing your crown. Are you honoring yourself? Are you loving yourself? Um, So that's going to be for the crown. And then for the third eye is really how connected you are with your higher self, your higher conscience, your higher being. Um, So that has a lot to do with like spirituality um, and diving into those things, kind of like the unknown um, the throat chakra has all it's in your throat, so it has all the, to do with your communication, how you're talking to people, speaking. Are you speaking intentionally? Um, are you gossiping? All mm-hmm. those things, you know, yeah. <laughs> go with the throat chakra. And those and all of those things can get blocked. I mean, right. I know when I feel blockages, especially in my throat, um, um, it's a nightmare. Yeah, and, and sometimes <laughs> you'll even feel like sick or it, right. it'll manifest actually physically those things. So uh, you kind of have to like check back with yourself and be like, wow, maybe I was gossiping a lot this week. You know what? My throat hurts for a reason. Like I'm sick, you know? It's just things like that. Yeah. Um, but going back, so this is the throat and then we have the heart. Again, it has to do, it's in your heart. It has to do with like compassion, love, healing, um, how intentional are you being? Are you doing things out of love? Um, and then you have your solar plexus, which is your around your stomach. So kind of like, I would say, you know, when you take like a really deep breath and then you feel like reset, that's like how the solar plexus should be. It should always feel that way. It, it, it has to do with your confidence, um, how you carry yourself as well, but kind of more in like a you know, uh, your foundation of what, like your job or what your, your hobby or what you're good at in life, things like that. Um, and then your sacral chakra has to do with your, it's right above or 
by your bladder. Um, and then that has to do with your sexual energy and your creative energy. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, if you're blocked creatively, if you are a creative person and you're blocked, that could be a really big indication. Um, also for people who have had traumas in the past and things like that, that's a blockage too. Um, but then if you're flowing creatively and, you know, and you're thriving, you're probably not blocked in that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's just kind of like how you would differentiate. Um, and then the last one is the root chakra. So that's at the base of your spine. And that's going to be like the base of who you are, your root, how grounded you are um, in your physical and your mental in your spiritual and everything. That's like the base of who you are and your foundation. Yeah. So if you're feeling like not yourself, boom, right there, we know there's something off in the root chakra. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So yeah, that's, that's seven points of, of, so those seven channels need to be free flowing, tuned correctly. Well, correctly, or just <laughs> really to what your body needs, right? right. Whatever frequency is going to keep you nice and, and, and open. Right. Um, and, uh, I mean, seven, seven strings on an instrument sounds like a lot you know, it's really overwhelming. Being a human being is complex. <laughs> the body is Very. wild. The body is so wild. Very. It's doing the wildest things and it's made up. What is, what is it? The percentage? I'm not a scientist. I went to public, Florida public school. Um, scratch that, scratch that. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, I'm not super well versed in, 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 what the percentage is, but I'm pretty sure that it's like 70% water is our body. Yeah. And we're 70% um, made of water. And then the rest of it, like what nerve endings. So <laughs> all of those things are just electrical impulses and, and those vibrate. Yeah. So we're just water and sound. Yeah. That's basically. It. And so can you give us an example of what the sound bowl does and, or like, you know, a moment when somebody today we have the heart chakra sound bowl. So somebody's telling you like, I feel blocked and in that particular space and what sort of, you know, methods to that sound bowl that you use. So I'll actually give you a really good example of the heart that happened to me about like two months ago. I host a, um, monthly Reiki and sound bowl healing within the community. So it's something we offer the community. Awesome. Um, and I actually had a woman come to class and she was like super, like her daughter was actually um, the Reiki practitioner and she was very, you know, just close-minded and she was just there to support her daughter, which I like love because she <laughs> didn't, although she wasn't open to it, she was there to support. Right. Um. So... I we love a supporter. We love a supporter. Um, <laughs> so the heart chakra was like actually the main bowl of the night. They always have different bowls. I'm always guided differently. That night it was a heart chakra. So 
as I'm playing in class, this woman actually starts to, I thought she was literally having a heart attack. I was like freaking out and I was like, oh my God, is she, cause she was like signaling to me, like my, my heart is like, I can't breathe. So um, I had to have somebody like, you know, pick her up and she actually physically couldn't get up and she would just kept touching her heart and being like, oh my God, my heart, my heart, my heart, it hurts so much, it hurts so much. And that happened for like 20 minutes and I, I was just like trying to calm her down, but I had a whole class. So it was like such a <laughs> oh, bad no. situation. Oh no. Um, and her daughter just kept being like, she's fine. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> um, but as I'm playing the heart, she keeps on and she's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah. Um, that went on for like 30 minutes. Finally, at the end of the class. She comes up to me and I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm sorry. You know, she just hugs me. She's cry she's crying and crying. And she's like, today is the day that my husband died. Like it's his anniversary and I have a broken heart. And I'm like, oh my God. And she was just crying and she's like, thank you so much because like I needed to let that out. I was so like closed-minded and coming here. And I I wasn't even sad when I first got here. And she's so like, the sound of the bowl brought back everything for her like wow. the feeling that she couldn't breathe and the memory and everything you know so that was a really it was very she always tells me to share this experience like <laughs> she's like i want you to share this experience all the time well here she is now i know and like <laughs> i brought the heart bowl <laughs> she has a whole like yes. little segment in the podcast so that's a really um big example of and, and it also happened on my end that had never happened to me i've had People experience things in my classes, but never like that. So for me, I was like, wow, this is really um, impactful, you know? Yeah. And definitely resurfaced her emotions and let allowed her to release something that she had been holding that she probably wouldn't have been able to release. Wow. And holding on to that stuff, I mean, having that blocked in that space. Yeah. Like to, she, to say, to use verbiage like my heart is broken i mean i know like we we started sit with how we share yeah a, a a loss that we can say we truly know what it feels like right to have your heart be broken right um so man yeah well my heart goes out to her and i'm glad that she had that She's good moment now. She, to let it. She comes to, to all. She comes to all the sessions now. <laughs> yeah, she's Elon's biggest fan. She's like fan. I'm back. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she's awesome. Are there any other instruments that you use other than sound bowls? So I do. Um, I have some chimes actually that oh, I. Oh, cool. Yeah, I have some really big chimes that I use frequently. Um, I also like wind chimes. Yeah, like wind chimes. Yeah, they're really beautiful. I should. I should have brought them. <laughs> <laughs> next uh, time next time, time. yeah um <laughs> and i also use kind of uh like shamanic um instruments so i have a rattle and i also have some maracas um that the maracas are really good to transmute energy too they're really strong um and what else what else i have a crystal triangle that i also use that it's very 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 powerful <laughs> you see that one little tap you see that? We always knew the triangle was the most important instrument in the band. Yeah. <laughs> we always knew it. Oh my I mean, gosh. come on. Yeah. yeah. I've been like just that one ding at the right time 
is just like <laughs> sometimes. I swear, I would just so look forward to the triangle music class. Everyone would be like, "No, no," I'll be like, "I'll take it." Ding. So yeah, it's funny. I have a, a crystal triangle now. Um, Whoa, crystal! I like missed the part where you said crystal. Made of crystal. Yes. That sounds expensive, girl. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> But also really cool. It probably sounds so beautiful. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, there's definitely, you know, uh, they're all made out of crystals, actually. Like this sound over here is made of crystals, too. So I have seven of them made out of crystals. Because they do have different, like, they have metal? They have different properties. Uh, there's another type of sound bowl that's a Tibetan sound bowl. That's what they call, they call them. Sorry. <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, the Tibetan sound bowl, that's the other kind of sound bowl. Um, it's more metal. So it has a metal rim. So you actually use a different type of instrument. And this is for more like crystal related. There's one more, um, it's called, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> that's okay, honestly. <laughs> it's called the sound bowl. It's like the list of things I don't know. It's definitely yeah. longer than the things I do, I do yeah. know. Um, mallet. Mallet. That's what <laughs> oh, it's called. There okay. you go. Yeah, I, yeah. Had a, I had a brain fart. Mallet. So yeah. there's one other mallet um, that it's actually, it's not completely covered here. So it's open. So they all play the sambo in a different way. All three of the mallets. So that's pretty cool as well. Does it change the frequencies when it does A that? little bit, yeah. Okay. You can definitely tell the difference. With this mallet, it, it usually sounds a little bit heavier um and probably louder and with this one it sounds more of a melody it sounds more like a musical like a song hmm. which i personally like to play them better like that do you um differentiate noise sound and music are they three different things to you or are they all the same thing to you I don't think they're the same thing because sometimes noise Me could, neither. yeah, sometimes noise, it could be too much noise, you know, it could be, and I mean, I guess with everything it could be like that, but I guess sometimes to me, noise is just like, damn, this is a good question, cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a, it's like the subcategory, it's like sound is sound and then there's noise and music and you know everything under sound sound is like the main the main category or the main umbrella right and everything kind of just branches off of it i feel that's how i feel you know sound and then everything kind of branches off um but yeah definitely to me music is more like with beats and you know lyrics and mm. you know that's kind it's composed of, it's composed exactly yeah. Yeah. right well you know i can't wait and i feel like it's just been teasing us and the little ding dings that just happened <laughs> there but would love to hear the sound of this heart chakra okay yeah Are please give us a presentation yes okay all righty so basically um how i like to play the bowl is obviously today um we set an intention which is to come on this podcast and you know let people know the benefits of sound healing um, and sound baths and what the different chakras are um and how crystals sound healing 
and sound bowls work. So um, I always like to set that intention before we play anything. Um, so everybody take a deep breath. And breathe out. I mean, it's like literal magic. <laughs> it's like sound magic. Um, so actually, you know, the the faster you go around, um, the louder it goes. You can also have control on it, so you can control the frequency. That's that is how us as sound healers we control the sound for other people. Yeah. Um, and then I'll show you with this one. So cool. Yeah, please. Yeah, that one definitely had like a more subtle, yeah. a subtleness to it. And um, describe to us again the difference between those mallets. So this mallet is actually just um, this right here. So actually it, it will only play about this. So about half of the mallet, imagine that you only play on the rim of the sound bowl. So this one is just a softer tone so it's gonna go a little bit higher pitched is that rubber yes it's rubber okay so it'll go a little bit of a higher pitch more of like a melody compared to this one which it's made out of felt and then this one is completely covered so it'll be more like a longer heavier This one will be more of a mellow tone. Right. Yeah. I remember having a sound bath and um, see when it's like that, when you're doing it subtly like this for a podcast, it's like, ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel very attuned to the, like, just everything, the environment all of a sudden becomes tangible. Right. Um, and I remember a sound bath where I had to leave because the entire room filled with that like cacophony. It was like living inside that bowl. Yeah. And it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, a lot in a good way. Yeah. I, it was a lot like, um, you didn't give us her name, but a lot like that woman you were speaking of earlier where it wasn't just the focus of one sound bowl. It was that a lot of sound bowls were ringing. So it's like, I must have had blockages in many <laughs> chakras yeah. because your girl was like, what? And I had to leave the room and go feel my feelings like yeah. away from all of that for a second because 
it did bring up so much well it's yeah. definitely possible to have a lot of things blocked but i think more than anything what i try to tell people is kind of like don't focus so much on the chakra because that will that will work itself like we're not we're not we're not meant to be perfect we're always gonna mm. have our our flaws we're human so something's meant to be out of whack nine out of ten times yeah. um <laughs> it's just like the reality so i try to tell people focus it more like have more of a mindset of like this is things that i've been storing because we don't realize how much we store as humans even the smallest thing like we go to the grocery store and get mad and we're like okay let's not be mad about it we store that so there's so many things that we store little things every day that they go building up and building up and so that's what i try to tell people to focus on more it's more of kind of like a release of things that have been stored and the chakras will go with it because you're honoring yourself by yeah. even being there and doing those things for yourself and your healing journey yeah and i know for me when i looked at that mirror um uh a lot like yourself was this this the moment of like i'm acknowledging myself and i want to feel better yeah definitely. and um yeah just again so grateful for for what sound and what music has brought um, to that healing journey, at least yeah. for me. Yeah. So anyway, Ilani, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. This has been- Thank you. Actual magic, yes. actual sound magic. And um, the sound of healing isn't, you know, the same note for everybody, um, but I just, I think, like I said, you know, connection is really important. And I hope that, you know, I can just hold hands with everyone and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and sing Kumbaya. You know, the power of all our voices singing Kumbaya and how that could probably actually heal the world. <laughs> yeah. If everybody just came together for music, it would heal the world, actually. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's definitely a really powerful thing. But thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing yeah. me to speak and, you know, um, kind of put this out there. I think music can help a lot of people. Even listening to a song um, can change the energy. Just like dancing a little bit to a song can change the energy. There's just so many ways. Like we're, we're human, so we're stuck in our ways. But just by hearing one little frequency or vibration it really can change our mind and how we're feeling in the moment so yeah thank you for yeah thanks again me. and yeah. i mean you know losing someone the way we did to suicide is probably one of the hardest things to traverse and at the end of the day i want it to be that I'm there for people and that they know they're not alone. And so in this small way, if that's how I get there, then that's how we get there. And um, it's the aftermath. It's yeah. the, the facing that and processing that, yeah. that, I mean, there's really only at that point, you know, and so I'm really proud 
of you thank you and your journey is thank incredible you. Thank because you. um you know that was your sister so that's yeah not easy honestly uh you know being on this journey in a way has helped me feel like i've honored her in some kind of way because i feel like another reason why music was so big for me was because that's something me and my sister we shared like that love for music like the concerts and like everything so for me in a way this is kind of like honoring her but also bringing people that um awareness or that outlet to come and be like okay it's okay to heal like it's okay to feel messed up or, or feel however we feel but it's a place where everyone can come together and be like in a space be able to accept that that part of them that they're not okay and they're seeking help in whatever way so i think it's for me thank you you too though hello like we're on a podcast right now hey we're on a podcast <laughs> talking right? about this so i think yeah i think it's super important to bring awareness to these things i think not a lot of people like to talk about it, but it's something that is so present right now, not only in our present day, but also, you know, people don't, I don't know, they overlook it, I, I feel. And this is a way for me to honor her, but also, you know, give people that, that some somebody to look up to, but also be like, oh, okay, you know, she's real. She goes through things and she's real about what she's gone through. And as I can't sit here and say I'm perfect or, I'm better than anyone because we all have our days, you know, but that's what I kind of like strive to do at this point. And I want to be an outlet for people um, who do struggle. So I think we both do because we have that. We come from that background. Right. And we chose that shared experience. Yeah. We chose the route to like go down this healing path and be able to teach others about it. You know, right. Inspired. Well, um, if uh, to close so that you know people know how to find you and if you know they're here in town and they want to yeah. take a sound bath <laughs> yeah how do um, they find you so i do have an instagram um my business name is sound heals all that's my name <laughs> um so i have an instagram um i also have a tiktok and yeah i mean they can find me on social media if not and your sessions, you said, were monthly? So, oh, yeah. And I also host um, monthly Reiki and sound healing sessions together. So I actually work hand-in-hand hand with a Reiki master. And um, we we offer it to the community. So it's uh, usually on the last Friday of the month. We try to do it like that. Um, and then you donate what you can. And you come awesome. and you receive some healing. And um, I do that once a month. Um, and that's here in Miami, Florida. So Amazing. it's actually pretty down south, but uh, <laughs> it is in Miami. It's so worth the drive it is. to feel better. It is. Yes. You All right. Will. Well, again, Ilani, I love you. I and love thank you, too. you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. My name's Ashley, and this is The Sound of Healing. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Aguamedia.com, or wherever you find your podcast. And we'll see you next week. Everybody wants to know what's that sound, hey, what's that sound, that's the sound of healing.